Andrew. Yeah. What's up, pal? Hi, Johnny. I don't... This speaker kind of bugs me sometimes. I don't know why it just, like, didn't start playing for a second. Ah, it's worth fine. Now I'm angry. Uh, Now I'm already angry. And I was in such a good mood this morning. But, uh, we'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, no Ryan this week. He, He informed us this morning that he was getting on a plane. Just... Absolute last minute cancellation, and I and I have I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> I have a problem with it as he literally just texted us that he is hammered. <laughs> well, that's not that's not exactly what he said. It's not exactly what he said. <laughs> but on <laughs> he's on the plane right now. Actually, can you can you put your phone on silent? Play? Sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah. Ryan is... I, I don't even know why he's going to Baltimore, in all honesty. Um. The dude next to me was buying me a bunch of birthday shots. Why? Your birthday's in, your birthday's in like, five days. Four days. Whatever. It's his birthday weekend, I guess. Uh, let's get... Let's, let's start off... I don't know how many fucking episodes... In a row, I've talked about Antonio Brown. I know we didn't cover it on the on the recap on Monday. I understand that, but the big episodes... We just didn't sure, have the time. Yeah, pretty sure I've started off with... I've either led with, or it's been the second topic of conversation for the last four fucking episodes. It has been Antonio Brown. If you didn't see his most recent... recent uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Andrew? Episode? Spat. Spat, sure. Spat, that's it. Uh, He had it with Eric Weddle, uh, safety of the L.A. Rams, and former Raven safety, and boy did he put, did Weddle put A.B. in a body bag. Just, just put him in a body bag, and A.B. had one foot in the grave, one on a banana peel. And he just, I mean, we've obviously seen he can't learn to shut the fuck up. Alright, can you, can you just read the conversation so that we can... Get this going? I think I gotta... I mean, it's... Well, he wasn't even the first one to respond. It was Golden Tate, right? Yes. It was Golden Tate responding to an Antonio Brown tweet. Okay. I'm going... I will I will read it, and I will tell you who's talking. Okay. Yeah. So, A.B. starts with the game neat... Boy, this is going to be difficult for me to read, considering his grammar is literally fucking garbage. Uh, the game need me, I'm like, test answers. And Golden Tate responds with, what? Yeah, that would be my response, too, honestly. But I feel, I like to imagine him saying it like how Russell Westbrook said it. Have you ever seen that audio? Yes. He's like, yes, what? Yes. <laughs> Bro, yes, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> and uh, Weddle comes back with, definitely don't. And somebody, somebody else came in with, Weddle, I fuck with you, bro, but you can't guard A.B. over the topper, man. And Weddle's like, I don't need to. He's not on a team. Which is a definite fact. And by the way, he's a safety. Yes, very true. So, Safeties usually aren't defending outside receivers man on man. Exactly. They're either got a slot guy, a slot guy, a tight end, or they're responsible for a running back coming out of the backfield. Yes. So... Uh, and AB, AB responds with, you need some attention, little man. Glad I put that stiff arm in your neck in Pittsburgh. You deserved it, little Weddle. Which, what he's what he is referring to is, I believe it's the the Christmas the Christmas game of 20, 
Did you just get that ESPN update? No. I what? literally just now. Antonio Brown is filing grievance against the Raiders. What fucking grievance? There's a thousand of them. Antonio Brown seeks lost earnings after missing out on $30 million in guaranteed money when he was cut September 7th. Well, too bad for him, because when you get suspended for contract detrimental to the team, they don't have to fucking pay you, because you're detrimental to the fucking team, which voids your goddamn contract, you moron. Anyway. <laughs> Tweet at him. Yeah, go back, to, go back to Eric Weddle. By the anyway. way, did he say Little Weddle or Little Weedle? He misspelled Weddle's name. They put Weedle, dumb right? fuck. <laughs> Either he misspelled Weddle's name or meant to put Weasel. Maybe it autocorrected to Weddle. Weedle. Whatever the fuck it is. Uh, but yeah, he's... So, what he's referring to is, I believe, the 2017 season. Where A.B. Uh, just barely got the ball over the goal line to give the Steelers the win over the Ravens. That right. pretty much put them into the playoffs. That's who he's talking about. Something that happened two seasons ago. Anyway. Weddle responds with laughing. Uh, A.B., when are you going to learn this isn't about you? Never was and never will be. Got a game to get ready for. Good luck, my guy. Now, Love that. You would think, you would think, you would think it would end there. Any smart person or any sane person would realize, yes, I lost this one after A.B. AB has been cut twice in the matter of, what, a month and a half? Uh, not even. I think like less than a month. It's because the Raiders cut him September seventh, and he just cut by the Patriots like last week. So and didn't get his nine million dollars signing bonus. It's literally incredible. That's yeah. just my favorite fucking thing. He made one hundred fifty eight thousand dollars this year. That's it. I was about to ask you, did he make like any money? Well, we got a game check. We got one game check from the Patriots, and uh, so he voided. He was supposed to, so it would have been. A $10 million deal with the Patriots, plus a $9 million signing bonus, plus a $50 million contract with the Raiders with $30 million guaranteed. So what is that? 50, 60, $69 million, if my math is correct. Because 50, 50 plus 10 plus 9. So he, he basically gave up on $69 million this year alone in a month. It's awesome. He's a moron. It's literally incredible. The NFL's better off without him. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it was entertaining for a while. Now it's just annoying, and I'm tired of it. He doesn't want to play how football, the hell and football is this doesn't entertaining? want to entertaining. It was a little bit with I the whole like, helmet thing. I thought. I, and then the sexual allegation just, stuff came in, and it started to get serious. And then he like has not oh seemed to be remorseful at all. Oh he's my! Just, he's just attacking that? people. Did you see what he said on the sexual stuff? What? I don't really want to get that deep in it, but did you see what he said? Did you see what he basically alluded to? No. Uh, he basically said, Big Ben can rape two women, why can't I? <laughs> I don't know. That's it's literally, illegal. That's literally, he, said, he said, Big Ben got alleged for rape for uh, by two different women and only got a four-game suspension. So why can't I? I was like, what the? What are you actually saying right now? Somebody, take this man's phone. Like, seriously. I mean, I hate the fucking guy. He's just an absolute... 
cancer to literally everyone around him. Nobody's ever told him no. Do you think do you think Antonio Brown has a single true friend in the world? Um, it's well, it's funny you say that because I was I'm going to give another Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp uh, shout out here. But they were talking about the other day, and Shannon Sharp like kind of said the same thing. Like, what good friend would be telling him that what he's doing is right? There's no even, so either he's hanging out with the shittiest people alive, or he just that. has no people telling him, "Hey, you gotta show up for for walkthroughs." I don't think I don't think it's he's hang, I don't think he's hanging out with bad people. I don't think that's it. Because if that was it, he'd be in more legal trouble than he actually is. So I don't think he's hanging around with legit bad people. He's hanging around with he's hanging out with uh, yes men, who he's probably paid to be his friend. Is Possibly, what I'm yeah. is is what I'm assuming. So and, and they basically just agree with him all the time, and nobody's ever told this man no. Yeah. So, I, I mean, does Antonio Brown get in the Hall of Fame? Oh. Because I believe he's like fourth or fifth all-time in receiving yards. Is he actually? I think so. I'll look, he's that, up there. I'll look into that. I mean, yeah, it's gonna. It'll be interesting. Well, like, who's gonna vote for him at this point, though? That's the thing. I. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I I, I don't think he gets in simply because he's called out the NFL. And yeah, just people are not gonna vote for him just to spite him. Because they exactly. hate him because he's a terrible person. <laughs> and he I, he handled this with like the least amount of grace as you can imagine. He handled this situation about as poor as you can handle the situation. Yeah. I... Like think about how poor you can handle a situation. Now times it by two or ten or a thousand. Like that's what he did. Antonio Brown's 34th in career receiving yards. Oh, did I have that? I must have had that. What? Did, where the fuck did I hear that? It might be active. That's probably it then. I don't know, but he's like... How many yards does he have? 11,000. Which is a lot for, receive, for receiving yards. That's 20, a shit ton. 28th all-time in receptions. Must um, be receiving touchdowns. That might have been it. By the way, Fitzgerald is like almost at the top of all of these. By the way. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's Which, way up there. And Tony um, Brown and Larry Fitzgerald, the exact opposite. He's thirty. He's thirty fourth in receiving touchdowns too. He's got that touchdown against uh, the page, or against the Dolphins he had this year put him ahead of uh, Torrey Holt by one. Oh fuck that! Yeah. You ever see? I saw an interview with Torrey Holt the other day. Did you see this man? Have you seen this man's fingers? No, but I bet they're, like, his, gigantic. His, his ring finger is, like, to the to the right. Just completely bent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's, I mean, it's basically doing this. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. It looks just, dis- he's got, he's got the booger hand. The, the uh. That's a shame. I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, I guess I now understand uh, how your finger can get that like that. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what else to say about Antonio Brown. This is, I I don't want to talk about it anymore. But goddamn it, he just keeps getting in the fucking news. He won't shut up. Like he just won't. And 
in the media still fucking covers it. He still covers it. Well, you have to. It's news. There's got to be other... Suck off Tom Brady some more. Do that. <laughs> yeah, here we are wishing for that. I'm at least I'm at least used to that. And I can tolerate that. I can. But fuck. Before we move on, can we just put into perspective Eric Weddle? I'm looking at his career highlights and achievements. Yeah. Uh, the guy is a six-time Pro Bowler. Yep. And a two-time first-team All-Pro. Yep. And he's been in the top 100 at least twice, from what I can remember. He was just 100 on this past list, and Antonio's treating him like he's some scrub. That's what made me mad the most. Because Eric Weddle is a hell of a player, and he's been doing it forever. Yeah. He got drafted in 2007. Um, made his uh, He got his first Pro Bowl in 2011. Uh, he was no, second-team All-Pro 2010. From what I can think of, I don't think he's had any major injuries either. Mm-mm. Do you have his stats? Uh, um, yeah. What has, do you he want? Missed, has he missed any the, time? The, like least, games? the least amount of games that he's played in is 13 for a year. Okay. so And that might mean he sprained an ankle. Yeah. Or like something, like maybe a concussion. Mm-hmm. Let's like see. that's... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine seasons. He's played and started in all sixteen games. Yeah, but no, but no. Eric Weddle's a scrub, according to. Uh, he, well, AD. he did get stiff armed that one time. Yeah, he got stiff armed that one time. That one time. And he's been all pro twice and made six pro bowls. But no, yeah, no, he's he's terrible. Get the fuck out of here, honestly. All right, can we talk about can we talk about Eagles Packers? Uh, the best Thursday night game I could remember in recent me- recent uh, memory. Wait, there was an Eagles game last night. There was there. I couldn't. Uh, oh my god, I must have missed it. And oh, wait, what is this? Oh my god, what a win! Devontae Adams was murdering your secondary. Well, how many points did he get you in fantasy? Uh, 18. Yeah. That's only because he didn't find the end zone somehow. Oh, dear God. If he would have had two touchdowns, he would have had me like 33 or something like that. Yeah. You texted me earlier in the week and said, "What do you th- objectively, what do you think about the Eagles secondary? And I was like, um, it sucks. And you were like, so I should play Devontae Adams in fantasy? And I was like, um, yes. I almost started the Packers defense, but I made the change at the last minute. Well, yeah, I could have told you the Packers defense wasn't real. I think we all agreed that. Even after they they only gave up three to the Bears, it was like, no, it's because it was Trubisky. Yeah. Who's a JV NFL quarterback. If that. Um, this game, I would be so mad if I was a Packers fan. Because they're both coming into this game and during the game, there's no reason that the Eagles should have won. No, they were inside the five twice and didn't get any points. I, like, it got to a point where, what did Rodgers start? Like, 11 for 11 or something? Yeah. I, I was like, if I'm the Packers, I would not run the ball the rest of the game. I don't care how many people you're going to drop in coverage. The Eagles couldn't do it. He just completed every single pass. And it's like, it, it it's like, this is the same thing that happened to them last year, where their secondary was just riddled with injuries. 
So Jalen Mills ha has not played at all this season. Ronald Darby, we just found out, is going to be out a month, didn't play. Uh, we lose Sidney Jones in the first quarter. And then Avante Maddox, um, for that last possession, got knocked out. Uh, it was a friendly fire from Andrew Sandejo. Um, and I, I, that was just, I, I can't, I don't know what they're going to do. For, I, well, actually, I do know. I just remembered. Uh, they as score of, 40. That's, that's what you got to do. They see right almost, but I'm saying uh, just within the last hour or two hours, um, the Eagles signed Orlando Skandrick. Okay. Okay, so that's at least going to help them, but like they they have no corners. Do the Eagles trade for Jalen Ramsey? I am. I don't know. Would you consider that? Well, I definitely would want it. Did you Did you see those rumors that were going around though? There was a, I think it was a false report, but it like it blew up on Twitter that the Eagles had offered a package that included Zach Ertz to get Jalen Ramsey to the Jaguars. I don't like that move. And no, I don't. It wasn't real. I think there's someone. No way, there's no way that could have been. Real. I think someone was just stirring the pot, but it like news spread, and some people thought it was real. I thought it might have been real, and my I had a heart attack saying, if that happens, I'm gonna die. Because well, we, Dallas Goddard is having a really tough time catching the football, and Zach Ertz catches literally everything. Uh, we, we say Zach Ertz, uh, Julie Ertz's husband, excuse us. That's right, I keep forgetting, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, sorry, sorry, we're sorry to uh, everyone, Julie Ertz's husband. That's, it's a slip of the tongue, Give us, cut us some slack. Anyway. Can, can we talk about the fact that the Packers had first and goal on the one and threw it four consecutive times? Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen that happen ever. They pulled the Seahawks. The, the Seahawks at least ran the ball on first down. And, like, a, the pass got intercepted on a second down, right? Malcolm Butler you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. And yes. Like, even if that was an incomplete pass, they still probably would have given Marshawn a chance. Like, had, that, had that pass gotten knocked down, Butler if Butler doesn't pick that ball off, yeah. the Seahawks just run it in. They'd be like, oh, that was close. Yeah, let's just hand it to Marshawn. Probably, yeah. In all likelihood, that's what would have happened. But yeah. like I'm talking, even even the that Penn State pit game from two weeks ago, they ran the ball once at least. Now they shouldn't have thrown it twice. I still don't know why they did that. But at least they gave their running back a shot. Or no, yeah. or did the quarterback keep it? I can't remember. Did Pickett uh, keep it? I think Pickett. I think so. I think so. It. Uh, anyway, now the the third down play for the Packers. I'm not sure if that was supposed to be play action or if it was a if it was a read option and he just decided to keep it. Was that the uh the what he threw it short to um the fullback? No, that was the second down play. That play, even if he caught it, he wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, Zach, no, Zach Brown was right there. I just, think I think Rogers just threw that one on the ground. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll live yeah. play again. Third down is when he, uh, I think it was Aaron Jones that was to his left and came across. And they faked the handoff to him. I don't know if they faked it or Rodgers just pulled it. And then Rodgers rolled to his left. And then Rodney McLeod came. Basically, like, he got shot out of a cannon. He was right there. So Rodgers just had to, like, throw it out, throw it into the, like, first row of the stands. Yeah. And then, okay. And then they did, did it again on fourth down. The thing with throwing the football when you're that close is if you're, like, if you're going to probably either run a fade or, like, a quick slant. If it's not there immediately, you're kind of screwed because there's just nowhere for you to run. Yeah. So when uh, on fourth down, when he started rolling out, I was like, we got him. Because uh, 
everyone on all the receivers and tight ends or whatever are taught to run with your quarterback. So if he rolls to the right, you roll to the right also. You're right. So every single player is going to be flooding to like that side of the field, and they're all going to be like trapped in this one corner, which is essentially what happened. So he just tried to throw a jump ball to Jimmy Graham. He got his hand on it, but he, he couldn't complete the pass. So the Eagles stopped him and then did the same thing at the end of the game. And, oh, my God, and Bradham picked that pass off, and I'm yelling, get down, get down, get down. He didn't That's listen what, to me. He, he, kept, almost got, he almost got it stripped. That's what I'm saying. He, Coming back. He kept running for some reason, and then the receiver, who, by the way, I just found out today, that receiver that tackled him that tried to strip the ball was Wentz's teammate at North Dakota State. Really? How weird is that? Darius Shepard is his name. Uh, but yeah, Bradham did not see him coming at all, and the, nope. the ball was ripe for the picking. I'm so thankful he didn't fumble it. He almost pulled a Maurice Claret for sure. Oh my God, that is the last thing I needed. But my guy Carson Wentz, he did his thing. He saw he, three touchdowns, no picks, sixteen for twenty-seven. Uh, so what's that completion percentage? Like sixty something, probably. Let's see. Only a 160 yards, though, somehow. Like, they, he didn't really stretch the field at all. But, he, 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 like I said, he did his thing. He completed the passes he needed to complete. Wait, how many yards? 160. Damn. But yet he had three touchdowns, so. I, I mean, all right. A big part of it was um, he ha uh, the first two touchdown passes were set up on short fields. Uh, the first one because Miles Sanders had that long kick return. The second one because Crosby kicked the ball out of bounds. So he had right. short fields to work with both times. Plus, they were running the ball really well. Uh, Miles had 72 yards on the ground. Jordan Howard had 87. I like that as a two-headed monster. If they can run the ball like that every game, I know that's a lot to ask, but how that's, many that's huge. How many times are people going to talk about uh, Miles Sanders being Saquon Barkley's backup? How many times oh, a my game God. They is said that it, They've said it every up? game. Every single time he gets the ball, like I guess it's a, I guess it's a fun tidbit for people that like don't watch Penn State that like maybe wouldn't have known that, but right, but yeah, it's like every time the Eagles play on a new channel, like the new set of announcers have to say, "Bo, did you guys know that he was uh, Saquon Barkley's backup?" And we're like, "Yes, we did." As a matter of fact, yeah, we've we've known for three weeks now, four weeks. Jesus Christ. Like, we all fucking get it. Yeah. 176 yards on the ground for the Eagles as a team. Not bad. Not too shabby. Do you know who the leading rusher for the Packers was? Oh. Uh, Rodgers? It was. I was about to say, he was rolling out a lot. Um, but he was... I mean, it was a great... That was the, that was the best... As I said, the best Thursday night game I've seen in a while. Yeah, it came down to the wire, definitely. So It's like we finally get a decent fucking game with some scoring. That's what you want on a Thursday night. You want a shootout. Yeah. You don't want this, like, 17-10 to 10 game. You want a shootout when it's the only game on. But you can have a 17-10 to 10 game in the 1 o'clock slot or the 4 o'clock slot on a, on a Sunday afternoon. You can have that. That's fine. But if you're the only game on, you got to make it interesting. It's got to be fun. And mm -hmm. it can be 17 to 10 if, like, you're driving down and people are, like, interception, fumbles, turnovers, all this shit. But normally they're, like, 17 to 10, and it's just it's just pedestrian. Yeah. 
but either way, uh, great game. And with that, we're going to move into our uh, picks for the week. Uh, just straight up, not against the spread, I will give you my five uh, after we do this. So, Andrew, let me start with this. Uh, Titans, Falcons. Um, I'm just, I, I went Falcons just because it's at home and they are significantly better, um, when they're in the, the, the dome there. Plus, I, do you really trust Mariota on the road? Really, that's what it boils down to for me, so, uh, yeah, I'll pick, a will pick Atlanta. I agree, but I think, I believe I'm going to go Titans. Are you I don't actually? know why. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Titans. Eighty-three uh, percent of people had uh, Atlanta. What's the line on that game, by the way? Do you know? Do you have it in front of you? That is actually one of my locks this week. Oh. It is the where is it? I have Titans plus three and a half. Yeah. Well, I mean, if the Falcons are only three and a half point favorites at home, you might be onto something. That's what I'm saying. So. I'm going I'm going with Titans on that one. So, all right. Patriots Bills. Now before we both go Patriots cuz I assume we are going there, yeah. Yes. Okay. I I will defend the Bills here. The Bills have a very good defense. Mhm. I mean they are they have a very good defense. So I think it's going to be I mean their offense is not there yet. It's not. And the Patriots obviously have a top 10 defense every year. But I think it's going to be Brady's, Brady might have a little bit of trouble scoring on the Bills simply because that defense is good. I think it's going to that game that game's going to be one of these 17 to 10. I don't think this one's going to be a shootout. You think it'll be close though? Yes, I do think it'll be close. I don't. Really? Yeah. Simply because the offense is shit for the Bills? Yeah, I and mean, it's like and it's the Patriots. It is. It is. But no, I just the Bills just don't have an answer. So what's the line on that one? Uh, Patriots minus seven. So yeah, I I think if it if they're that big a favorite on the road, I think that means that they're probably going to run away with it at the end. Probably. I'm just I'm not the Bills have played a, like a shit schedule so far. Now good for them because it's not it's not easy to win three games in a row in the NFL. I don't care who you're playing. Correct. And. The Bills, I know, should not have won all three of those games. They would have fucked something up. So good for them. They're probably a lot better. And I like Josh Allen. I think he's a hell of an athlete. And I, I do. I hope, I, he, I, I hope he excels. I just I don't, I don't see this game being close at all. But think, maybe I'll never wrong. I'll probably end up rooting for the Bills because that'd be that'd be cool to see them go four and zero and to knock off the Patriots. But I just I don't mean, see it. If if Josh Allen actually gets a an offensive coach that yeah. can work with him. I think he'll be very good. But until he gets that, nope, he'll be average. It's the same thing that happened with Goff. Goff had Jeff Fisher and was not great. Well, did yeah, not, that's what happens. Not, yeah, when you have a defensive head coach and you don't have very good and you're known for being a defensive head coach and you're not Bill Belichick who can hire offensive people to come and work for him, you're going to have a problem. Look at what happened to Nick Foles. He had Jeff Fisher in St. Louis, comes to Philly, has Doug Peterson, and wins Super Bowl MVP. I think coaching has a, a lot, a lot, a lot to do with it. Okay, it's not a coincidence that 
Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray were back-to-back Heisman winners because Lincoln Riley's an absolute genius. Yep, Bob Stoops, let's get that correct. Uh, <laughs> right, and then and now Jalen Hurts is probably the front-runner at this point. Probably. So Actually, no, no. Trevor Lawrence, still. He's not. The, he's definitely not the front run. I can tell you that much. We could talk. We could talk. I'll talk a little bit about Trevor Lawrence in a little bit once we start. Once we get to college, but let's stick with NFL for right now. All right, let's go. Chiefs, Lions. Uh, the Lions are two zero and one, and they fucking shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. No. Uh, Just no. Here's my thing, though. I'm picking the Lions to win. Why? How? Oh, well, they are at home, and they have a defense. I think that is capable of at least. Um, slowing down Mahomes enough. We said that about the Ravens last week. That's what I thought. I never said that. And that game was in Kansas City. This game's in Detroit. The Chiefs' defense is really not that good. In a dome. Mahomes is going to be in a dome with no elements. I mean, he was... It was... Well, crowd noise is an element. In Detroit? No. Uh, They're going to be excited. They're undefeated. (laughs) And, it, like, I, I had to watch Stafford shred my defense apart. The Chiefs' defense is really not significantly better than the Eagles, it's, I don't think. It's not. Okay. So, if if you don't get pressure on Matthew Stafford, he's just going to pick you apart. That's exactly what he did to, to us. So, I, with that being said, I think that they have, like, just enough. This is going to be a, an early season win that gets everyone excited. I don't know if Detroit is for real right now, but they're riding a high right now to, like, you see this a lot where teams... Turn out to not be that good, but they get big wins early in the season. This is going to be an example of that. They're going to they'll they'll steal a home win. By no means does this mean that the Chiefs are worse than the Lions. And if they play this game again in November, then Kansas City would probably win. Right. But I'll I'll pick the Lions just because. All right, I'm going Chiefs. Uh, Raiders, Colts, Colts. Are you on the ESPN thing? Yeah. Did you skip Cleveland, Baltimore on purpose? Doing it last. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, but yeah, I got Colts in this one. I got the Colts too. I think Jacoby Brissett is very underrated. Jacoby Brissett is very good. He's going to open up a lot of eyes, and this is another very winnable game for them. So they should get to three and one, and like all of a sudden, you know, we all had them for dead after Andrew Luck retired. If they're three I and one, I, I didn't have him for dead because I saw Brissett play last. At year least I he was did. Good. He was good. Jacoby Brissett is a very capable quarterback. Mm-hmm. Very capable. I actually just, because I traded uh, Phillip Rivers in fantasy, so I picked up Brissett as my backup. I think that's a good pick. Yeah, and I, I have Ebron also, so I'm hoping when I'm on that, uh, when the Wentz has a bye week, I'm hoping that the two of them can hook up for me. That's not till week 10, though, so. Yep. Um, to go. So, uh, yeah, Char- I got the Colts. Chargers, Dolphins, uh, Chargers. One, two, three, Chargers, okay. Come on. Come on, we don't even need to. I'm not even going to discuss this game. Okay, Redskins, Giants. Uh, I'll go Giants just because I, I saw the Redskins play Monday night against the Bears and they just look absolutely dead. I mean, that was that was not great. No, they, I, they just have like nothing to play for at this point. They just look like they're they're zombies out there. They're just kind of going through the motions. The Giants at least are rejuvenated because of that young because Daniel Jones got inserted. Now, the Redskins may wake up if they decide to put Dwayne Haskins in at some point, which they have to this year, right? Well, all Daniel Jones has to do is throw to uh, whoever Josh Norman's covering him, because Josh Norman fucking sucks. <laughs> he's got the face of a fucking rat, and he's just, he never learns to shut his mouth, and he's just terrible. But yeah, I got the Giants. <laughs> That's I, true, yeah. But I, yeah, I have the Giants. 
Yeah. A Saquonless Giants will still pull this one out. I agree. Uh, and like, fu fuck, if they win, they're 2-2. Two two. They're actually tied with the Eagles. Yeah. And the Redskins would go to 0-4. Fuck. Uh, Panthers, Texans. Houston. I'm going Panthers. Why, because of the new quarterback? Yeah. What's his name, Seth Allen? Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen, right. I believe. Who's Seth and Allen? I have no idea. Just see, there's Kyle Allen, Josh Allen, Seth Allen. There's two Josh Allens in the league, remember. Oh, that's right. And there's a second. That's just, that's ridiculous. Um, okay, Seth yeah. Allen doesn't exist, apparently. I have no fucking idea why I just said that. No, yeah, it happens. Kyle Allen went to Arkansas, right? I have no idea. No, Houston. Who? There was an Allen that played at Arkansas. I couldn't couldn't tell you. All right, hang on. This is bothering me because I got to... There was, there was a somebody Allen that played quarterback at Arkansas. Hang on a second. Oh, Brand, Jesus Christ. Brandon Allen. Okay. Who, who's on the Broncos now. There's too many Allens. <laughs> There is. Oh, my uh, God. I don't, I mean, I don't know, I just don't, I. So, are you are you just not buying the Texans stock? Because I, Carolina has not looked very good this year. I think Houston's for real. So, there's no reason that they should lose this game. I think that's what it is. I'm not buying the Texans yet. That's, uh, that's my only reasoning. I don't buy the Texans yet. Texans win a couple more games, go... Maybe three, four, five, and one. All right, yeah, I might start buying in. But as of right now, I don't. Um, okay. Buc Buccaneers, Rams. Uh, yeah, Rams. I'm going Rams. Uh, it's just I like them. Uh, Seahawks, Cardinals. I have the Seahawks. For whatever Se reason, it looks like they're better on the road than they are at home. So, which is very weird considering they have uh, self-proclaimed the best home field advantage. Yeah, well, it was NFL. for a long time. It was. Um, but yeah, I like I like Kyler Murray a lot, but he just he's not enough to carry him against the Seahawks. Russell Wilson is a guy that can outduel Kyler Murray. Yes, and I. And that's my reasoning. I'm going Seahawks as well. Vikings, Bears. Bears. It, Kirk Cousins is not going to know what to do with himself against that defense. And I, I, all here for it. Yep. That's yep. gonna be fun to watch. Eighty-four million down the fucking drain. <laughs> uh, Jaguars, Broncos. Jags. Uh, I have the Jaguars also, actually. It, it's betting. really. I'm, I'm not betting against Gardner Minshew. No, not with I, that mustache. I, I can't do it. Somebody get that guy it. a hammer. Yep. Um. So Denver historically has been difficult to play with in the month of September because it's still pretty hot out, and obviously the altitude oxygen thing. Mm -hmm. That so a lot of visiting teams end up losing there. Um, but I, I, I really like Gardner Minshew. When I saw him play against the Texans, I was like, I think Nick Foles might be out of a job. I think this guy can actually be the real deal, and he confirmed it for me against Tennessee on that Thursday night game. So. Uh, I'm looking to see what he, he's able to do. So, I, I like the Jack. I'm going to ride Gardner in this one. I also don't like the fact that uh, the Broncos have Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, and they don't have a 
they don't have a turnover or a sack all year. Mm-hmm. Which is concerning when they hired Vic yeah. Fangio who's supposed to be this great defensive mind and he can't even get to the fucking quarterback or force a turnover. The Eagles actually went into that game last night without a sack either, somehow. But they... The, uh, but the Eagles, but the Eagles aren't like their their D line or their defensive prowess. That wasn't like talked about in the offseason. That wasn't like hyped up. The Eagles D line. It most certainly was. Who would you rather? Who's more known, Von Miller or uh, who's your fucking Fletcher Cox? I mean, I Von Miller is, but like slightly. Who would you expect to be? Be better at this point in the season. You'd expect Von Miller to be better. Well, they correct? play two different positions. They do, but you—they're t- both D linemen. Von Miller's a linebacker. Von Miller lines up on the line. He's like Terrell Suggs. He lines up on the end of the line all the time. Well, yeah, that's what. And like Clay Matthews used to do it also. That doesn't mean he's a D lineman. And Fletcher Cox is in the interior. Yeah. So like he he like if you're coming off the edge, at least like one side of you is free. You don't have to let you. Cox has to take on, like, two guys, usually. But, like, the Eagles' defensive line as a unit is absolutely talked up between Fletcher, Derek Barnett, and Branson Graham. So, I don't know. I was just I was just making a point that somehow they did not have a sack up until last night when Barnett had the, uh, the strip sack, which was a right. turning point in that game, by the way. I forgot to mention. That was huge. But, right. whatever. Jaguars will win. Uh, Sunday Night Football, Cowboys, Saints. Uh, I'm going Saints. I am too. I, th- I, th- I think the Cowboys are in for a wake-up call because this is like the first time they have to play somebody. Correct. Uh, and then the Monday Night game. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God help us. ESPN getting fucked every which way. Well, somebody's going to get their first win. Yeah. Uh, Bengals, Steelers. I'm, I, I, I don't know. I have Pittsburgh winning. Just because, similar to the uh, the the Gardner Minshew thing, I I'm buying into Mason Rudolph. I think he's legit NFL starter. Is um I'm trying to get the I'm trying to find the latest on if Vance McDonald is going to play because he was questionable. I don't know if he's going I to. I believe he's going to. Yes, I think he is. I don't know. I mean, we have till Monday to decide this. Yeah. I, well, I'm going to have to check Sunday because I don't know if I should put him in or put Ebron in. For fantasy right. purposes. Uh, and finally, we're going Browns, Ravens. I'm going Ravens. I don't. Yeah. I haven't seen anything from the Browns. No, there's no, there's no way they win that game in Baltimore. No, nope. well, Lamar won't let them. And they're nope. they're going to have a bounce back because I'm sure they were really frustrated after what went, went down in Kansas City. So this is a good uh, bounce back game for them. So the Ravens will go to three and one. What you're so you're in the middle of your locks. I was, uh, so. To recap, New England minus seven, Giants minus three, Titans plus three and a half, Arizona plus five and a half, New Orleans plus two and a half. Hopefully that stays in. Um, and then we will go to we'll go to the big game of the night for us, Penn State at Maryland. Oh, oh man, oh man. I. Mm, Mm. I'm not going to give a score. I can't give a score. Because I, I, I have no idea what's going to happen. I say we win roughly in the 14, 17, 20 point range. 
It'll be close for a while because, again, they canceled all their classes. This is going to be a huge game for them. We talked about it. This was your final thought on the last episode. Right. And we were talking about how it's probably one of the biggest home games they've had in recent memory. So they're going to come out firing. Um, but I, the raw athleticism of our front seven is definitely enough to stymie that, that quote-unquote powerful offense that couldn't get the ball in the end zone against Temple. Right. So uh, Clifford needs to have a good game because he ha- he is not exactly lived up to how good I think he can be. It's not uh, been great. Statistically, it was kind of ugly against Pitt. So yeah, he he needs to uh, he needs to have a solid game here. Get you know do the simple things, get the ball to KJ. You know run the run between the tackles, pound up uh, down their throat. And our defense needs to show up like they've yeah. done. Yeah, but uh, we're gonna be fine. They, no, we're not fucking losing to Maryland. I, nope. We may after that handshake debacle thing, we may never lose to Maryland again. We're never gonna forget that. I have certainly haven't forgotten. That's just, and they're like so proud of it. Like, oh no, they Barstool, being, Barstool Maryland, uh, put it up. Yeah, I was just looking at their page today. I always like looking at whoever our opponents' Barstool page, just to see the shit they've been talking. It's always Sandusky jokes, like. And the funny thing is they all think that they're original and they're not. Yeah. Oh, I know what we'll do. We'll make a Sandusky joke. No one's done that before. Yep, because... I know that, comedy. That was that was definitely the fans, the players' fault. All that was definitely our fault. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to jab us, fucking jab us for losing to Pitt, for fucking losing against... for getting blown out by Michigan last year, losing to Michigan State, like... That's the shit you should be talking. They just think they can't, though, because they would lose to all of those teams also, and they know They it. would, but you can still jab us for it. <laughs> That's the thing. But instead, they go for the low-hanging fruit, as does everybody else. Yeah, and I, no, this is nothing new. And it's, it's probably never going to change, either. It's it's ridiculous. <sighs> We're just going to have to learn to live with it, I guess. Um, yep. Let me look at their schedule from last year. So they... Whose schedule? Maryland. So they lost 42-21 to Michigan, which, you know, better than us. Lost 24-3 to Michigan State, and then, obviously, they had that double overtime game against Ohio State, which was a barn burner. And then, lost 38-3 to us. So, you know, they can... That's all Maryland can muster. They can talk their shit. They're they're not going to win. So they can have their fun now. They're not winning tonight. It's... This is... Yeah. And the, the thing is... They're a dangerous team if they play to the best of their ability, but they just talk so much shit that they, they give Penn State so much bulletin board material and they end up fucking themselves. They're only hurting themselves when they do all of that. That's really what it comes down to. If they just kept their head down and shut the fuck up and showed up to play, you know, this might actually be a dangerous game at, at Maryland, but they're not going to lose now. It's just not going to happen. So right. I'll, take, I'll take Penn State by 17. I don't know what's what's like thirty five minus seventeen, like fifth. So I have no idea. Uh, thir- well, thirty five minus twenty is fifteen. So thirty five to eighteen. I don't know how Merrill's going to end up with eighteen points, but that's what's going to happen. All right, let's go to the rest of the college picks for the weekend. A uh, and M, Arkansas. A uh, and M, Arkansas is one of the worst teams in the country. Yeah, they haven't been good since they had the uh, one of the many Allens playing quarterback. Yes. 
Uh, <laughs> Hashtag they're, name that Allen. They're two. They're two. Arkansas's two and two, and I don't know how. Let me see. Who are they beating? It can't be anybody particularly good. I have good. no idea. Um, but no, they they are really really bad. Who? So they. Oh, okay. So they beat Portland State by seven. Jesus. At home. Christ. Lost at Ole Miss. Beat. Well, they beat Colorado State, fifty-five, thirty-four. So maybe they can put up some points. And then lost to San Jose State at home. That is an awful look. They They're, lost to San Jose State? What, what, did San Jose State, didn't they, like, lose, like, all of their games last year? Oh, they were 1-11 last year, San Jose State was. So and they lost at home to them. That so, doesn't look great. No. They're not. <laughs> yeah, Texas, a, Texas A&M is really, really good. They just had to play two very difficult opponents. Right. I didn't think very highly of Auburn up until that game. Now, now I think they're... Real. Bo Nix obviously still needs to grow as a quarterback, say, but they're buying, legit. I'm not buying Bo Nix, but the rest of the team, yes. Yeah, well. Uh, Northwestern, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I could see that game maybe. No. What's the I, line? I have no idea. It's it's probably in the 20s. I could see Northwestern covering just because it's going to be hard for Wisconsin to like get their spirit. How do I say this? Like it's not as exciting as playing against Michigan. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're they're at like an all time high. They just skyrocketed in the rankings to eight, and now they play Northwestern, who they're going to have a hard time taking seriously. So I could see Northwestern maybe giving them some fits. Obviously, Wisconsin's going to hang on and win though. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll probably tune in just because there's not a lot of good games in the in the noon window for tomorrow. Ow. So. No, there's, there is not. Uh, Virginia, Notre Dame. I'm going for the upset. I'm, I'm picking Virginia. I, I had Virginia, and then I changed it the other day to, to Notre Dame. Um, I'm still trying to decide if Notre Dame is really that good because of how well they played against Georgia or if Georgia was just off. I'm still trying to decide, and I'm leaning towards Notre Dame is actually that good. Now, the whole coming off an emotional loss thing I think will play a factor. Um, but the fact that Virginia is ranked 18th, I think that will wake Notre Dame up enough to realize that this is a very good team and they'll put it together and win. Uh, but uh, I can I can totally see Virginia winning. Also, I was really close to picking them. So you're going Notre Dame. I am going Notre Dame. Yeah. All right. Uh, USC Washington. Washington. I'm going to go for it again. USC? I'm, I'm doubling down on USC, as I said last week. They were going to beat Utah, and they did pretty handily. Yeah, they did. Still don't know how they did it. But. Yep. I'm, I'm, double, I'm doubling down on USC. Uh, Iowa State, Baylor. Baylor. Iowa State. I just feel like Iowa State's only a team that like rises to the occasion when they're huge underdogs. Like They'll rise up, and they can beat in Oklahoma. But then they turn around and lose to a team like Baylor. So I'll take Baylor at home. Uh, Mississippi State at Auburn. Oh, we just talked about Auburn. Um, So, yeah, Auburn definitely will win this game. Uh, I don't know. Is Tommy Stevens even going to play? I don't believe so, no. Yeah, no. And even if he did play, he's been a little bit. We were talking about how Sean Clifford was underwhelming. So is Tommy. Yep. To be quite frank. I I watched the first three Mississippi State games. And uh, I was really excited to see what he could do, and it wasn't really great. He didn't wow me, I guess I should say. He played, like, 
about as well as he should have. But yeah. he didn't like everyone thought he was going to like turn it up a level now that he's with Joe Moorhead again. Um, but yeah, but now he's he's hurt, so I don't think he's even playing. I mean, I mean, I was going to say because he has Joe Moorhead as his fucking head coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kansas State, Oklahoma State. Uh, I have Kansas State winning on the road. I'm I'm riding a mullet. Oh, oh, Gundy. Give me Mike Gundy. Yeah. Um, for, I think I'm pretty sure this is the first home game after uh, T Boone Pickens passed away, if I'm not mistaken. He's been alive this whole time. Well, no, I I guess. Wow. I've been seeing fucking T Boone Pickens died, and Oklahoma State's gonna rise up. So I'm I'm I'll I'll jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, I have Kansas State. They showed me something. Uh, we're just talking about Mississippi State. Kansas State won at Mississippi State. So, um, and th- Kansas State's quarterback is actually really good. I think if I remember, I was looking at the, the QBR stats for college, and he was, he's up at, toward the top. Let me see if I can find it again, actually. Who is this? The Kansas State quarterback. I can't remember his name. Um, uh, Skylar Thompson. He has a 91.1 QBR right now. That's good for fifth in the country behind only probably four guys that are going to be in, in Heisman talk, Jalen Hurts to uh, Joe Burrow and Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's been great. Again, I'm still – I got – I'm riding the mullet. I think Oklahoma State's got to be favored in that game, right? Uh, I don't think so, because Kansas State's ranked. Yeah, but it's at Oklahoma State. Do you have the line in front of you? No, but I can get it. All right. I bet I bet you Oklahoma State's favored by, like, three. Let us see here. Uh, the Wisconsin line, by the way, they're minus 24 and a half. Okay. Um, where are you? Oklahoma State's favored by four and a half. Yeah. I'll take Kansas State in an upset there. Can you call it an upset? I well, four and a half is fairly significant for a line. Yeah. But yeah, I know I know Kansas State's ranked and Oklahoma State's not. But I'll I'll take I'll take the purple. All right, and then one second here. Let me get back to it. Okay, Ohio State, Nebraska. One, two, three. Ohio State. Nebraska's fucking terrible. I disagree with that, actually. I think they're actually pretty good. They just haven't really found their identity yet. No. I'm not buying the Nebraska hype. You're not buying it? No. I think if they played this... fucking chance. I actually had Nebraska picked, and then I changed it to Ohio State. The line at the beginning of the week was like, Ohio State by six and a half. And I was like, what? Only six and a half. And then it it jumped all the way up to 18. I don't know how that happens. Um, If they played this game later in the season, when Nebraska has like gotten the flow together. Um, I would be more inclined to pick Nebraska in this game. Uh, but like I said, they don't they don't haven't really found their identity yet. They're still growing as a team. They're still recovering from that four and eight season. They totally should be four and zero right now though. I still not entirely sure how they lost that Colorado game. Um but yeah uh, and Ohio State's defense is just impenetrable at this point. So Yeah. Uh, Washington State at Utah 
God, both of these teams are going to be like sleepwalking into this. They've got to be so so depressed after what happened to them last week. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll just give the edge to Utah because um, it's at home. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to do the same. I don't know how much. I mean, I I obviously trust Mike Leach's offense, but I that defense I can't I cannot trust it after losing to uh, UCLA. Can't do it. Uh, last one, uh, Hawaii, Nevada. I just went with Hawaii because I know that they can score like a thousand points a game. So yep. I really don't know much about either team. I did a little research before I made that pick. I think Nevada is a two-point favorite, but I was like, eh, who cares? <laughs> this game's kind of irrelevant. I'm definitely not going to stay awake for it, but just because ESPN's making us pick it, uh, I'll go with Hawaii. I think yeah. is Cole McDonald still their quarterback? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I mean, Hawaii Nevada. I like I like that's just a random game that I think they picked because they had to throw another one in. Yeah. Um. He is still the quarterback. Of uh, Nevada? No, Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii. Uh, but, yeah, so that's that. Um, before we move on to final thoughts, the thing I was saying about Trevor Lawrence not being the Heisman frontrunner, I think his grave has already been dug. He, he set his bar so high last year. The fact that he's already got five interceptions and, excuse me, and he only threw four all of last year, like I said, he set the bar so high for himself that even though he's played really, really, really well this year, by his standards, it's not that good, which is kind of unfair, but it's the way it is. The other thing is he's not going to have a Heisman moment because he's going to absolutely obliterate everybody in his path this year. Right. So, like, with Jalen Hurts, he's got probably two games against Texas, and then Tua is going to have to play Ellis. Like, Tua and Joe Burrow are going to go head-to-head with each other. And then he's probably going to have to play Georgia in the SEC championship game. He's got the Iron Bowl. And then, you know, Justin Fields, he's got a, he's got Penn State. He's got Wisconsin in a huge game. That's Michigan. late October. Yeah, and obviously Michigan. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, like, they played their toughest game already. That was the Texas A&M game. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's just not going to – people are just going to become numb to how good – he is and how good the rest of the team is that he's not going to he's not going to do anything significant that will get people to vote for him. So he may sneak his way into New York and be a finalist, but like it's going to be it's it's going to be like now even Jonathan Taylor is getting into the mix even though it's almost impossible for running backs to win Heisman's nowadays. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be I mean, Jonathan Taylor's the best back in the country. I actually have him at third. Okay, who's one and two? DeAndre Swift and Travis Etienne. I may end up changing my mind on that, but like Taylor is outstanding. But have you seen that Wisconsin offensive line? Yeah, I could run through some of those holes. I mean, still. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not one to like say, oh, well, he's got so much help around him. Like, I'm not going to hold that. I'm not going to hold that against him. He had 2,200 yards last year. No, he's outstanding. I just think. 
I just think from, from what I've seen from ETN and DeAndre Swift, they're a little bit better. But I don't know. It's all opinion based. All right. Final thoughts. Uh, uh, did you see what happened to Nolan Patrick? I heard about it. I didn't yeah. see it, though. Diagnosed with migraines. Yeah. So he could be out a month. He could be out five. Which is not great for the Flyers. Oh, wait. That long? I With migraine, the shit, the shit is... It's weird, man. They don't have, like, medicine for it? I mean, they do, but it takes time to adjust. I thought he was going to be out, like, a week or two. I don't think... They said out indefinitely. Which oh, does not mean... no bueno. Yeah. Out indefinitely does not mean a week. That means probably at least a month. Well, you saw uh, Morgan Frost got hurt also. He's only going to be out a week, though. That they actually said. Yeah. So he's he's going to have to play opening night. Probably. Right. right. So welcome to welcome to the big leagues. Um, I, I was listening. Do you still listen to Spit and Chicklets? I have never listened to Spit and Chicklets. What? Why not? I hate Ryan Whitney. You know this. <laughs> I hate, I just, I don't know what it is. I uh, okay. just have a hatred for what Ryan Whitney. All right. I love, well, I love, I love Biz. Love Biz. Yeah, Biz is great. I like, I like Whitney. Whatever. They did their um, Metropolitan Division preview, and I was listening to it at work today, and they were talking up the Flyers. Like, the, the consensus, they all agreed that they were going to make the playoffs this year. Biz went we as far no- to say as that they may, or they might be a top five uh, contender for the Cup. We don't have an excuse anymore. We right. don't. Yeah. We have the, we have the coach. We have the goalie. We have the defense. We have the offense. We're like Michigan what? now. We have our we apparently have our quarterback. Yeah, we have a goalie. Hopefully, just Carter Hart. Please don't hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. And Elaine Vigneault, do not run him into the fucking ground. Yeah, I'm f- I'm fine with Brian Elliott playing. I don't I, know, 25, 30 games. I'm okay with that. Like, I don't, I don't want to do what the Oilers did with Camp Talbot, playing him seventy three games. Well, yeah, that's impossible. I don't want to burn him out before the playoffs. Right. That that I don't want to do. Um. But yeah, the Flyers don't have an excuse. To they don't have an excuse not to make the playoffs. No, definitely not. Oh, I mean, I think Columbus is going to be horseshit this year. Right. I have a hard time believing that Carolina can replicate what they did last year. And now, by the way, Falk is on his way to St. Louis. Yeah. So they don't even have him anymore. Um, you know, Pittsburgh doesn't have Kessel anymore, but they're still Pittsburgh. The yeah. Rangers, now that they have Truba, they got Capo Caco. They could be dangerous. Uh, so the they're going to have to compete, but I think that... Uh, right, and the Devils got Hughes and PK. But, um, and Taylor Hall's still there. Right. So, yeah. They, but they have the team for it, and they, they should be able to make the playoffs, and hopefully they can do some damage. Yeah. If we if we get to the second round, I, I'll i be happy. They actually, in recent years, they've actually played fairly well against the Capitals. I think they've gone, like, pretty, they split season series with them. Yeah. So And, like, the Capitals obviously are the, the team to beat in the division right now, so. We, we also just haven't won a playoff series in a decade. Right. Which uh, just I, about yeah. I failed. To I mean, realize. not not quite a decade. It was twenty twelve. But I mean, that's what eight years. It will be, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a long time for the Flyers not to win a playoff series. Mm-hmm. So there's no excuses this year. We got to do something. 
what do you got for final thought, Andrew? Uh, well, both of our baseball teams are now officially out of the playoff race. Yep. So that happened. Um, the Cubs really shit the bed going down the stretch. Yeah, my dad's not happy about that. The Phillies, they, they shut down Aaron Nola for the year. So, what I want to say is, it sucks because they made so many moves. Um, you know, Four hundred million dollars. Right. Harper, McCutcheon, Segura, this, that, the other thing. When it's all said and done, I don't know if you've looked at the stats lately. Bryce Harper's got uh, 34 home runs, 109 RBIs, and 99 walks. Which, for him, and he's hitting 258. So, like, if, a, if he plays well this last series, he's going to get one more walk, so he'll get 100 walks. He could get himself up to 260. That's not a, that's really not a bad year. It's not. It's a, de- it's a decent year. Yeah, he struck out 176 times. Ryan's right about that. That's awful. Right, yeah. But, you know, with, uh, where is he? 100 and, what did I say, 109? He's tied for 13th in RBIs in the league. He's only one behind Alex Bregman. 34 home runs, you got to go down a little bit for that. So he's at 25. He's tied for 25th in home runs in the entire league. Walks, he's tied for 7th in the league. Get on base. Yeah. On base percentage, uh, yeah. On base percentage, 373. And slugging is, um, what's his slugging? 504. So if he, if he keeps if he keeps his on base percentage above three fifty, that's that's where it needs to be. Yeah, I mean he he uh he had a lot of bad plays in the outfield, but he also had a lot of good plays in the outfield. Did you see him gun that guy down the other day? I did. Yeah, he's a really good player. So like I that big contract, despite the Phillies not making the playoffs this year, it's it's not a total disaster. He played well. I'm glad he's on the team. They 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 just need better starting and bullpen pitching is really what it boils down to. Obviously, there's no shortage of runs for this team. Yeah, the same thing with the Red Sox. We have a historic offense, but the pitching is just awful. And, oh, by the way, uh, Mookie might not resign, and we might let J.D. Martinez walk. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's been that's been the talk of the town for, like, a month. Like, oh, yeah, we're, we're not going to resign Mookie. It's like... We're not saying that. We're saying Mookie's not going to re-sign during the season. And he's probably not going to re-sign before he can hit free agency because he wants to see how much money he can get, which is going to be a lot. However, if you let J.D. Martinez walk, then Mookie's definitely not going to sign. So how about you fucking keep J.D. around because he's been consistent for two years hitting. Just two straight years. I've had no complaints with J.D. this year. Absolutely not. I've had no complaints about the fucking offense. We can score 10 runs a game on fucking anybody, but we're going to give up 14 because the fucking bullpen and starting pitching, most of it, is fucking terrible. That was the problem. So, uh, also, before we sign off, one mention, uh, King Felix Hernandez uh, up in Seattle probably pitched his last game in a Mariner uniform, at least. So, shout out to him. I think he's going to the Hall of Fame. Eventually. Probably. Alright. Play us out.